this is Rob Smith, Rob's Right. This is the podcast version. Uh, I want to, uh, something just happened, so I'm responding pretty quickly to it. Uh, it happened September 1st, 2020. Uh, it's now in the wee small hours of uh, early morning hours of September 2nd. And it's about the loss uh, in, in Massachusetts of Kennedy uh, to a, a rival that is rather surprising because uh, <laughs> it's showing where I think the Democrat Party is having a huge problem right now. And that is that uh, they have managed to almost triangulate themselves in the opposite direction. As compared, usually you triangulate so you get more focused and get something. They're going out instead of in. And this, the results of this race, really, really, uh, I think, really uh, amplifies the problem. This is the first time that um, that the Kennedy family has lost an election uh, in Massachusetts. It just hasn't happened. Uh, that is, uh, <coughs> excuse me, that is a um, that that is astounding. Uh, here's a, here's a uh, here's a family that has gone for decades and decades and decades, uh, and has never had a problem of winning a race in Massachusetts just because you have the name Kennedy. Well, now there's a problem. Uh, what's interesting is is how that problem came about. Uh, part of that is that uh, Nancy Pelosi supported Kennedy, but the opponent, Edward Markey, was supported by what is thought the fringe group of the Democrat Party, which is it really a fringe group if if you're getting that kind of support uh, coming from it that your, your, your candidate that you support wins, in the case of Markey? And that was uh, uh, specifically Alexandria Cortez and the squad, if you will, the more progressive side supporting um, Senator Edward Markey, who's already been in the seat for a long time. He's 74 years old, uh, whereas Kennedy's a rather a relative youngster. I think he's 30-something. So he's, a, he, he's, a, he's kind of a kid. He's 39 years old. He's, he's kind of a kid in comparison. Uh, so what's going on with the Democrat Party? Is Pelosi running things? Or is Alexandria Cortez? And this is interesting about Pelosi. It seems to me after Pelosi lost uh, her, not lost her position as be, you know, when, when the Republicans took over in uh, 2012, that, that something went awry uh, when she was basically taken out of power and basically Harry Reid was kind of the spokesperson for the Democrat Party. She was a powerhouse before that with Obama. I mean, she's, a, I mean, with Bush too. I mean, with Bush, she got, the ba- she got her bank bailouts. Bush signed off on that. And then with Obama, uh, uh, Obamacare happened because of Pelosi, not because of Obama. She's the one who got that signed. Uh, the story is that uh, uh, Canada, uh, congressman would be dragged into uh, Obama's office uh, against the Obamacare, come out still against it. She would have people waiting outside to grab those candidates into her office, and she flipped them. Uh, it also, um, so bank bailouts, car bailouts, all these things. She was a powerhouse. She got uh, probably, certainly one of the, I mean, though I disagree with her, one of the most, if not the most effective Speaker of the House 
in uh, in our history. Well, here here she comes back again, and she's back in a power, power position. But she she has had she has seemingly lost a lot of control. Is this age? Could be, uh, or is it that? Um, uh, has our country really gotten that uh, that gone that left? Thank you, media. It, it's appearing more and more that the that the, it is going more left, and it's not something Pelosi can no longer control. I mean, she used to keep everybody in line. She can't seem to keep, be able to keep. I originally thought she was just letting Cortez uh, roll around on the ship and go wherever she wants, causing trouble, because Pelosi could then kind of get that to work in her favor, getting other things done. But this is getting out of control for her now. It, it, this this loss of this race. I say raises does raise some questions about what is going to happen in November. It's, it does appear the Democrat Party is split. Uh, those the the if you will the old guard, uh, involving Pelosi and then the new people. Now what's interesting here, and this is what really throws everything in the air, is malarkey and malarkey. <laughs> Markey is really uh, old guard. He's been there so long. He's been in Congress for so long that most people haven't even heard his name. Uh, and there's another reason. I mean, here, here's another reason why why you bring back someone who has basically been relatively invisible in Congress and you bring him back again, where you have someone like Kennedy, who is 39 uh, and newer. He, ha- he presented po- uh, pro- progressive ideas, but it wasn't enough to overcome Markey, who just made Kennedy look like a youngster. But it's so obviously... If a 74-year-old can can win, and this is a primary, there's still a general uh, involving someone owes somebody, O'Kinnon or something, in, in November, uh, which is a Republican. But if Markey, at, at the Democrat at 74, can be pushed into his seat by Cortez, uh, th- that does raise questions as to just what's going to happen in November if Cortez really gets on board with Biden, which will be weird because Biden is... You know, a, a moderate, a moderate left, moderate, moderate left, whereas Cortez is way over left. Uh, what's is she? It doesn't sound like Cortez is willing to fold her cards because she got involved with this. She's gotten involved with all the primary races and definitely puts didn't and wasn't working with Pelosi. She's doing her own thing. If that's the case, will she be active up till November? I, th- this Massachusetts race, I think, is really, really key to a lot that's going on for both Republicans and Democrat parties they need to pay attention to because the, there is something going haywire here uh, involving the Democrat Party. It's not just it's it's not just uh, the weird stuff they're doing to try to get rid of Trump, uh, which is uh, everything from these... Uh, I mean, look, these are Democrats that are, that are burning down... S- Cities uh, and 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 uh, firing on on citizens and and, and rampaging and terrorizing our, our country. Uh, these folks are Democrats. I mean, Black Lives Matter is funded by. Uh, if you send money to Black Lives Matter, it goes to a company called ActBlue. ActBlue gives six percent to Black Lives Matter and takes the other ninety four percent, gives it to other uh, other groups that are pushing for Democrat. Uh, candidates and Democrat wins uh, this and that now will be for November. <laughs> that's uh, that's very interesting. That that there's so much here going against Trump, but who's going against Trump? Is this? I mean, what is what is Act Blue? Is Act Blue there for Pelosi or is Act Blue there for Cortez? Which one? 
there seems there's definitely a split. And I actually think there's not just two. I think there's three or four splits here. I think you do have the the actual old guard Democrats, which actually would put Biden in. Then you have uh, the uh, and I, I see it's hard to call Biden a uh, part of the new world order, though he has supported such ideas. Pelosi is part of the new world order stuff. So she's another kind of Democrat. Uh, Cortez is often never, never fairyland about socialism and communism and ever all the garbage fascism that she apparently supports. But then there's the other part of it, the Black Lives Matter, which Cortez really hasn't embraced, which is a whole nother factor in the Democrat Party because this is becoming a major funding arm for the for the for the for the Democrats. Uh, I mean, they're, they're, Pelosi does her little jibber jabber trying to shield off this, saying this is all Trump's fault, but this isn't. It's very clear. I mean, I think the American people can see this is a Democrat problem, that these are happening in Democrat cities, being run by Democrats, uh, that uh, they may not know how the money's funded, that it all goes to Democrats, but they certainly, it's hard to ignore it. You're not having this happen really in Democrat city. You're not having this happen in Democrat cities for very long, at least. Uh, so uh, anyway... Uh, the Democrats, I think, have a serious problem on their hands. Uh, I still have a real problem believing that, that Trump can win in November. I just I just think the drive is too hard against him. I don't see uh, I mean, I, I, I don't see how a 70 odd year old, basically Markey, uh, Edward Markey type Democrat like Biden, who's accomplished almost zero in 50, 50 years, is going to get put as president. Worse off, after all this Black Lives Matter stuff, all this stuff about we need to do something about slavery and black people and all that, she, he brings on someone who has a, whose family was controlling Jamaica. Her, 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 her Irish great-great-great-great-grandfather was controlling Jamaica with 200 slaves and working with pirates uh, to get more slaves in and out because, you know, they, there's a lot of, if you don't know, slavery back then was, uh, it, it, on the island specifically, it was, really was a terror. It was a terror. In the States, it was actually kind of quiet. Uh, but in certain parts of the world, it was really a terror. And in the islands, the, the history, the history of it, it was just awful. It's a reason why the islands today are still very backward. They've never really gotten out of all of that. Anyway, uh, but he, so, I mean, this uh, fellow Brown, her great-great-grandfather, he ruled Jamaica. He was a iron fist over there. And so he rep- he was a slaver. Uh, how do you how do you let your vice presidential candidate have that background? Uh, I, but of course, the press won't talk about it, so no one, most people won't know. You you may have just heard this yourself, but this is true. <laughs> this is this is this is true. Uh, fascinating stuff. Anyway. So, uh, what's going to happen in November? I, I still don't know. I still have find hard to believe Trump will win. But then, if the Democrat Party is split up like this, I mean, I, I know folks in, in all these different parts of the four parts I just mentioned, and how, they, they're all saying they're going to vote for Biden. Are they? <laughs> I, I don't know. Do they vote for Biden or do they vote for, do they, are they going to, I mean, well, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But I think this this election, this this because uh, what happened today, I'm sorry, I should explain to start with, is that Kennedy went ahead and conceded the the, the primary race, which uh, he let drag on here for a while. Uh, that is a, um, th- that again, that is a very, very big deal, defeating a Kennedy. Um, uh, and I, what I'm, you know, what I know the 
a commentary about this and viewpoint is that it is weird because Kennedy was someone who was young, ready to go, had energy, could get in there. Here's Marky, 74 years old, elderly fellow trying to continue on uh, to, as an incumbent. Now, yes, so he's the incumbent, but against a Kennedy, uh, and he's 74 years old, and these are progressives, and the progressive side supported Markey and not the young kid Kennedy, because Kennedy, I guess they, they equated, and correctly, I mean, Kennedys have always been New World Order types, uh, you know, globalism and all that, so I, I guess that was, that was their argument. Well, that's, so that's a strike to globalism. Then why would you be bringing Biden in, who is pro, very pro-globalism, Trump's very anti-globalism, it's just weird. So this this is a very important thing I think we can't forget. All right, that's all. There's my commentary. There's my Rob's right for now. And I will continue on with more commentary and views of the world today and tomorrow and yesterday and the day before yesterday and so on. Thank you very much for listening. If you like it, hey, share it with others. Let folks know. Uh, let me know what you think. Feel free to leave comments wherever it is you happen to find this thing, uh, this podcast. And I pr- thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to my little viewpoints for a what it's worth. Uh, and I, I will talk to you all somewhere down the road. This is Rob Smith. Rob's right. I will talk to you next time. You all have a very good uh, day. Let's see if I can get the start again. Here we go.